rockin' navy, uh, uh, know y'all with me, uh, uh, let's get it, baby, uh, rockin' royal, uh, rockin' navy, uh, know you with me, let's get it, baby, boys just came back from their mission, we going crazy, Kalani got no problems, you could call him Jay-Z, best feds up in the nation since the 1980s, strength staff, keep us working, yeah, we never lazy, a few times, but this isn't really me but it's been a wild and woolly couple months and we just haven't really been able to find the time. But this is a good time. It's a celebration um, of the Big 12 and 4th of July. So we figured that this might be a good opportunity to you know, address some of the things with the Big 12 and see where it goes. So fire away. Tom, what's the last 24 hours been like? You worked so long to make this all come together. So what's it like to actually get to the formal changing you know I mean, it feels good for I, I just I people don't forget but they they don't, I don't think they realize like I'm a BYU alum I'm a football player so um, I, you know I'm at many times I'm in the same uh, I wear the same hat as them uh, I'm, I'm an AD a day and a fellow at night so it's something that you know I, I've wanted for a long long time something that I talk to the you know, players about, alum players, you know, just Cougar Nation and wherever we are, it, it comes up a lot. So I know the desire and the need, and it's talked about a lot. So I'm, I'm super excited for the fans because I mentioned this to someone earlier today that you know, a couple of years ago we played football games and basketball games and other games with no fans. And they were competitive, and we battled, and they counted, but it wasn't the same. And so you, at, during those times, it really kind of landed home for me that how just we need those fans. You've never really seen that experience before like you'd felt there. So, like, at this time, I'm super appreciative to the fans because they made it possible. Um, Cougar Nation on the road. BYU fans to come out for our games, all sports, and this is a tribute to them. Of course, it, it starts with uh, the student athletes and the coaches and the teams putting together great moments over extended periods of time with fairly good stability, and that equals this today. So I, I, it's not about the last, you know, my um, administration or you know, here, here it is today. I think it's kind of like just a family reunion celebration. It's like, hey, this is what we've been fighting for. It's what we've wanted. But then, like, t tonight, that book will close, or I'll turn the page on that chapter, because we've got a lot of work to do. We've been in preparation for a year and a half. Uh, whether we're preparing the right way, we'll soon find out. But I know that there's so much work ahead. And we're, we're up for that. We're ready, ready to go. But we're where we want to be. Away from the fields of play, what will you and the athletic department be working on this upcoming academic years and the years to come? I think it's kind of a continuation of where we've been. Um, during the years of independence, where there wasn't really a, a real you know, pathway to um, being in a P5 conference or Autonomous 5 conference, we still were moving towards that. That was it's always been the goal. It's always been the dream. So we structurally, strategically, 
have made a lot of changes that we wouldn't comment on necessarily. You might not even ask us about, but that's been the, the common goal. Um, all of our coaches, we have monthly coaches meetings where we all get together. And that's where I've always said that for me, it's not so much about the money that you might get. That's what everybody asks. What's it what's like? But like, I want our student athletes to be able to play against the best competition in the country year in and year out. There were certain teams that just wouldn't play us. Uh, and it wasn't so much that they, did, that they feared us, or it was just that it just didn't fit into their schedule. Or, and, and so now, when you play in a conference that's an Autonomy 5 conference, you know, you better be careful what you wish for. It might come true. And this is what happens now is week after week after week, game after game, match after match, meet after meet, we get really good competition. So it's our best against your best. And that's really what I'm looking forward to the most. You were once a coach at a Power 5 school, and Kalani obviously went to transition with Utah. How much has that been a leg up for you guys getting ready for this? I think it's helped a little bit. I think that, um, you know, people that are, you know, snicker and say, you know, now you'll see what it's really like to play in the big time. I get it. You know, I have played in the big time. And uh, it's hard. It's hard. You know, you play week game after game after game. You have to really be at your best. You have to stay healthy. You have to have great depth. And that's something that's been hard or harder maybe than being in a P5 conference where you um, recruiting – uh, I'm not gonna say it's easier. Recruiting is always hard, but you have a little, a little bit of a leg up when you have that um, title of an Autonomy Five conference with you. So that's that's helped a lot. It will help, I think, as you build depth and um, you bring in maybe stronger personnel and a variety of personnel. You're not as one-dimensional as you might have appeared to be. Those things will help, and those will come along. But that will take a little time. But, like, I don't know how many people in here are really, you know, how much time they're going to give us. So we don't give ourselves, uh, you know, some type of uh, false or uh, false uh, um, number, number of years that it's going to take. That would be crazy. Now that you're in the Big 12, what are some priorities moving forward for the athletic department? I think transitioning, and you say, what's that mean? I think that's the overall umbrella, is that we have tried to strengthen ourselves through the um, time as an independent and in the West Coast Conference, and I think some of our teams have gotten stronger, and I think they're really prepared. Some of our teams have been a little bit stalled, and uh, we're working on reasons why that's happened and how we can get better. Um, One of the things that um, I'm kind of working on is we have a lot of units in this department that I have sp- I spent a lot of time on when I was a earlier AD here at BYU in, the, in my early days where I had my hands on a lot of things and I, it took me a while to figure out that wasn't the smartest thing. They know better than me how to do marketing, <laughs> look outside. And so like in the last five years or so, I spent way more time with the coaches and the players. And I think that that would be what I'm going to do. Our athletic department has been challenged in every unit to just be able to create 
this is a time in college athletics where you know it's not normal. Uh, there's so many new features, and creativity came around like during COVID. Um, not just in athletics, but in every field, people took off and made great things happen with themselves personally, individually, as their business or whatever it might have been. And uh, if you can do it when there's a um, pandemic, you know we learn something from that. We can be better. So I'm, I'm asking for creativity in every area. And so there's no better person right now in college athletics than the Big 12 Commissioner, Brett Yormark. There's no, no one's more creative. No one thinks outside the box more. No one has delivered or executed better. And when I say that, we haven't, well, the Big 12's played games, but we haven't been in there as the, this, these 14 teams right now, 12 after this next year. And I think that's a, it's rubbed off on me to say, hey, that's a, if our conference, the Big 12, can can be um, ahead of the game. Let's try to figure out ways that we can do that. Without, without changing, like BYU, if y'all been around here for a little bit, we're gonna look the same in many regards. We are who we are, y'all seen that. But we'll be the same but different. Tom, so although you guys are independent in the past, you would still have to schedule P5 teams um, and have that competition. How? as playing maybe those Pac-12 schools in the past, all those Big 12 schools here and there. How does that prepare you now for being in the actual conference? I think it has helped a lot. Um, we've we've played some really a lot of games in the P5 and a lot of big games. We've got whooped in the P5, and we've won some games that people didn't expect us to win. That's probably about how it was expected to go. Um, and I, I saw a video last night at our um, celebration the top 12 um, best Big 12 wins. And so it was all of our sports, not just football, football, basketball, Olympic sports. And, you know, that's been going on for years. So it's not just recent history, but with these players, that's an important part. These are the players that are living it right now. They have been there. And uh, they have gone into some tough places and played hard and well. And sometimes they've won and sometimes they're lost. They're not scared. Um, they're ready for it. They just got to execute. I think Houston's AD said a couple of weeks ago that he wanted to get the athletic department budget to be around $100 million. Do you have a number in mind that you kind of want to hit internally, or do you not look at it that way? No, I don't. I, I know Chris Pesman very well, and I think you know I can see maybe why he says that. There's certain things that he's looking to do. Each one of us that's coming in has different strengths. I think all four of the schools have are going to come in and bring strengths that the others don't have. In fact, we each have weaknesses that will, you know, the Big 12 will try to exploit. But with 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 Houston, I'm I'm not going to get specific, but they have some campaigns and some things that are super important for them. Ours are different. But um, I think that I've never really had a number. I don't think the number is important. I think the, um, what we want to accomplish, the goal, you have to be able to hit that. Sometimes in order to be able to get to a point, it costs money. And so do we have numbers and targets and projections? Yeah, but we are a private school, so that's a good thing. But 
it's not we do not have a number that we're looking to shoot for, but it costs money to compete with these dogs. Tom, you haven't had to deal with football politics in the same way as you do in a conference. You have with the West Coast Conference with the other sports, but this will be a different level being in a Power Five conference. You've got a sense of it as you've been preparing for it. How do, how do you view that? What's that going to be like as you, you deal with lots of schools that have lots of opinions and yeah. often are going to disagree? It, it'll be different. I, I think it's accurate. Like the West Coast Conference, it was a really a, a strange change for me to go in, and the only thing they talked about was basketball. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I have to correct this. They don't play football. And so um, that was the key. In this conference, football's king. Now, you say that knowing that the Big 12's basketball, uh, men's basketball program is the best in the country. And, you know, it's, it's interesting because you're fighting for your, your priority in the Big 12 is football. Make no mistake about it. So, each, so our priority at BYU is football. And I've said that a thousand times. So I don't think that that's a question. But... As ADs, the closer that we are together as partners, the better off the conference is going to be. And so we have to figure out ways where we can fight each other and have those backyard brawls like brothers, but still continue to work together. So when you ask a question about politics, if there's politics, it'll hurt us. And I hope it's. And I've been in the league for a year. When I say I've been in the league, I've been in meetings for a year and a half. And um, it seems like the collaboration with the schools has been very strong. And I would not expect that to change. And so it's it's a great time to be coming in the Big 12 because when Oklahoma and Texas left, those eight schools, you know, and the conference office did some amazing work. Um, it wasn't me, it wasn't BYU, it wasn't UCF or Houston or Cincinnati. They not only kind of kept it alive, they, they got us to join, they asked us to join, and then they brought us in like we were really part of it. And, and Texas and Oklahoma have been very good with us. They realized that, that we had two more, they had two more years of competition. And so it's been um, it's a little bit different feel but they've been really good. So the competition will still be strong and good. And there's no, like for me, no animosity at all. Those two, um, Joe Castiglione at Oklahoma and Chris Delconi are two of the guys in, that I know in the business longer than anybody. So that's a positive. I, it's a long way to say I don't think there's a lot of politics in that room. But we have to protect our sport and the other sports. We've seen a lot of the legacy members in the Big 12 and even some of the newcomers layout uh, renderings for new facilities. What's on the task list for you on the facility front? There's a lot, there's a lot of things that are important to us. Um, we have you know, excellent venues, but in this day and age in college athletics, you can see it's like keeping up with the Joneses. We won't do that at BYU. It's not. It's just not the style. It's not the um, the, the manner in which we go about our business. Um, if you look at the Marriott Center, that was built in 1971, and I think the first season was 72. We have people come in here and think that was built, you know, five or ten years ago. 
because they've done such a great job from that time keeping it right. It's a great venue. Um, the football stadium, we have a huge advantage. It's a great place to play. But that's a stadium that needs some work. Uh, Olympic um, facilities, we have some plans where we will um, take, you know, take after those and get started um, soon. But it's just like with what we want to do, when we can accomplish it for the purposes that we want. Some of those, some of those schools are a little bit far, further behind. And it's exciting for me to know that they're in the game right now fast. So that'll uh, you know, keep me awake and you know, it'll, it'll keep us all. And I'm sure the coaches that play in those new venues will say, hey, have you seen Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF's new facility? That's all right. You, how often are you having conversations with Salt Lake and uh, Board of Trustees in regards to the needs of this athletic department going into the Big 12? Um, we've, we've had conversations with uh, President Reese and President Worthen before President Reese for a year and a half. And those conversations are daily, if not weekly, or weekly, if not daily. And the, the chairman of the board, or excuse me, the uh, Commissioner of Education, Clark Gilbert, is very much involved with our university and the athletic department, and it's it's a council, it's, um, help, assistance, resources. So I feel like we're close in that. On a day-to-day basis, uh, you know, we're not working. You know, there's a lot of other important things in the church that take priority over athletics, but we always have felt and always will feel their sport. And that's never been a question for us. How much input has Brett Yormark had up to this point? How much do you expect moving forward for you guys individually? How much in- input has in terms of like oh, transition? His input is imp- super important to us, but he's active. So I, I, his strategy, the way he works is he doesn't try to run things by the ADs at a really simple le- level. He'll come and challenge you like, this is what I want to do. And the first couple times he did that, the ADs are looking at each other like, whoa, that's, that hadn't been done before. And so I don't think he's going to change that. Now, we've ad- adjusted and adapted and changed some things, and we've been, he's been great about when um, the, the room, the, the vast majority of the room says, not the right time, he'll drop it. But he will push it a long way down the road, a long way down. He doesn't give up easily. And so it, it, it's, he's got us all on our toes, and I think it's a good place to be. Will you guys be part of that initiative to move into Mexico? Oh, yeah. Have you, well, I guess, have you advocated, say, hey, we have members down there. We'd love it's to BYU. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was the first one to raise my hand. <laughs> okay, we'll go there. We'll be there. Um, I, think it's a, it's, I think it fits right into our, our mission, and the goals that we have is to you know, be able to get Access and exposure; those are those are two key pillars that we we focused on in independence, and those aren't going to change in the Big 12. It just changes; you change a little bit more, but they're still the same. So, like now, if those you know, because you have teams from Texas, there's a lot of Hispanic people in the state of Florida around Orlando, and um, you know, and then you have the church, so. I'm super um, bullish 
on certain um, promotions and programs that will highlight our opportunity to, it's not about traveling and getting international, but just certain markets for strategic reasons and to get exposure and get to the people. Two more questions. With NIL now, does that change your calculation of how important facility upgrades are um, when you're looking at fundraising and everything? Yeah, that's a good point. I think the thing that's important about facilities is that it's recruiting. It goes back to recruiting. So NIL is recruiting. Everything comes back to recruiting. So if transfer portal, NIL, brand, color of your uniforms, do you have Nike? <laughs> it all comes down to recruiting. Um, the style of your coaches. So facilities is one of the big ones. And so if you are not up to snuff and in certain areas, then you have to refurbish or recreate. And so that'll be on our minds in all, all of our coaches, all of our coaches have come to us and said, okay, now we're in the Big 12, I need this. And we'd make note of it. The question will be when, how, and why do we need it? And so we've, like, I think a good example would be in this locker room downstairs. You know, it was built when this building was built 20 years ago, and then two years ago, two, two three years ago, we redid the locker room, and all of a sudden it had a, a like a nice big push and splash. And now it's time to take a look at that. And I'm like, didn't we just redo that? But you have to stay um, relevant with the recruits. And that's the lifeblood of every team in the country is how you play. A lot of it has to do with recruiting coaches and players and how they play together. Ray Ormark said on the record uh, that he'd like to see 14 teams in this league in the future. Uh, how big of a conversation is that among ADs and just realignment and um, what, what's transpiring in, in this conference, the efforts they're making? Well, you, you, if you've read what Brett Yormark said publicly, then you can only imagine what he's saying privately. <laughs> so um, I think that it's, there's no question about it. That is one of the key elements of moving forward with conferences. And there's so many changes right now as looking through I know a couple schools, and I didn't. I didn't realize they changed the conferences. And this isn't P5, but those are. You, when you see the impact that, like, UCLA and USC and Texas and Oklahoma have on the total, total um, landscape of college athletics, it just the domino effect is amazing, and so you have to be paying attention to what we call membership. And so there, there's a ton of discussions about that. And I think one of the things that Brett does very well is that he handles a lot of that and it keeps us focused on the Big 12. We have to be great at what we do and not get distracted by all the what-ifs or possibilities. But it's just, I feel at least, that he brings us the perfect amount of information so that we're not distracted. And it helps, but we get a lot. How about Pardon me? Does that count as a, a, as a big That's a good question to end on. Thank you, guys. I knew we were already out of questions, Tom. That's why I waited so long. Oh, I'm not out of answers. <laughs> <laughs>
jiggy with that boy Cosmo. Hey, hey. We granting kids wishes like that boy Cosmo. I got you. They steady hating on us, but we who they watch though. The Pac-12 mad, but we still on top, bro. Jaren Harder, Cody X, that's a cool connect. Yeah, my team is kind of old, but it's cool events. I'm hitting too hard, ow, I hurt my neck. Hey, lick you good, bro? I'm about to hit up bread. Man, them Utah State Aggies, man, they just some pets. Catching something in Vegas, you can place your bet. Coach G up on our side, so we never pressed.